0: The Opinion Line on Corks 96 FM. Now, I'm going to talk to Jordan Blunt for a little while about Jordan, about your brother, um, Garrett.
1: How is he at the moment? Morning. Thanks very much for having me on. Um, in this moment, he's kind of he's very overwhelmed. Um, obviously we started the gofundme page yesterday yeah and he's gotten you know a huge 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 response and backing and a lot of support from a lot of different communities and he was very apprehensive before we started the gofundme as was i because you know it would have been very disappointing if if we did put it out and it didn't reach the goal that we were looking for and something like that but I think he's uh I think he's starting to understand, you know, the impact that he's had on the communities that he's been a part of yeah. and he's starting to see the support from them.
0: There's seventy nearly seventy-four thousand euro in it already. Now, we'll talk a bit about Gareth's struggle. He's no stranger yeah. to a struggle though, is he, Jordan? Like he came into life struggling in a way.
1: Yeah, so he definitely a unique uh part. Uh, a miracle child so to speak he um he was born five months premature and uh like his limbs weren't fully formed and everything like that and he was put in an incubator for a very very long time and he was very underdeveloped so it took some time for him to kind of get going in life but once he did he you know the expression of being larger than life that fits him down to a t um because as soon as you know he did develop and he did grow and mature and his body caught up. He, uh, he's just, you know, just one of the most happiest people in the world. He, every room he goes into, every environment he's in, you wouldn't, you couldn't not know that he was there. Yeah. And the doctors at that time told my mother that, you know, he, this is touch and go right here. You, you need to make a decision. And um, uh, when he was born, all of the veins in his body had collapsed. Apart from one in the top of his head, and that's how they kept him alive. They fed him through that for for a number of uh, a number of weeks, right. and then finally came around and and yeah, he he beat the odds there. Beat them,
0: beat them senseless, and went on to become a a hero on the basketball court.
1: Yeah, so my family is a huge, huge basketball family. My father. Um, played, ref, coached all over the country for many, many years. You know, I play on the Irish national team. I've been playing professional for a number of years. I've been abroad, and he did the same thing. He played for clubs here in Cork, and then he chanced his arm at going abroad. Um, And he was playing right up until, you know, he got got sick.
0: Yeah, yeah. A community worker as well, always out there doing stuff.
1: Yeah, he's done a bunch of stuff. You know, he's always tried to be someone that got back into the communities that he came from. So we grew up in Mayfield and in the Glen. And he, as soon as he had the opportunity to or, you know, the notoriety to, he started running basketball camps and summer camps in these different areas and uh, worked in primary schools and all this type of stuff. Yeah. Now,
0: there was a tragedy with Dad. Um, you were quite young. What What happened?
1: Yeah, so my father was fifty six. Um, and he first got diagnosed with cancer when I was eight or nine years old and yeah, just, just lived through it, you know, battled through it, had touch and go moments, very scary moments throughout the years and um finally came to a head in twenty twenty. It started to spread at a rate that, you know, couldn't be controlled, couldn't be operated and you know he was a he was a tired man at that point and he was you know the definition of a warrior but um every man has their final battle and uh it was it was definitely tough he was definitely my best friend as he was Garrett you know we definitely had amazingly close relationships with him and Garrett still I Garrett to this day still hasn't really processed that mm-hmm. um and then, just a year after, he got diagnosed with it. So, when, it when did difficult. dad? When
0: did dad pass away, Jordan?
1: He passed away in October of 2020. Why?
0: And sorry to yeah, hear
1: that. Right. When? When did? Okay. When, when did? Um, when did Jordan get sick then? Gareth. Gareth. Garrett got sick. Gareth got diagnosed last year in Spain.
0: Okay, tell me about that
1: yeah so it was about a year or so just after my dad had passed, and Garrett had accepted a teaching role in spain um he just loved he loved coaching he loved being a part of of younger kids' development and everything like that so he took a teaching job in Spain as he wanted to travel um and when he did he, he they figured out he had a blood clot um so he got diagnosed with a blood clot here in Ireland And he thought, you know, as everybody did at that time If anything was happening to them It was all because of the vaccine um, But when he went to Spain And they saw that he was so young with a blood clot The first thing they checked for was Esophageal cancer And it turned out that he had it um, cranky Which was a huge, huge shock And a huge blow coming so soon After my father And what, he
0: had some treatment in Spain Didn't
1: he? um so he had no treatment in spain at that moment he once it kind of came to a head over there he came back here okay went through the process here and he got chemotherapy here for a number of weeks and had his surgery here and then we were told about immunotherapy but we were told that it was privatized and it wasn't you know readily disposable to patients and stuff like that so we tried everything for it um And he was going to Spain and hopefully getting it done in Spain. And when he went to, he got a scan and they seen that, you know, it's, it's everywhere. Um, within the three months post-op, it had spread all over his upper body. Oh no. Oh God.
0: Oh God. That's terrible. That's terrible. So post-op, the news was even worse than it was pre-op.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So like the, the, the 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 troubling parts during the times were so like i was there with gareth for all the meetings i was his liaison with the doctors everything so i was getting all the information firsthand and when he got the tumor removed in surgery they had removed lymph nodes um, and they had removed 25 lymph nodes and 12 of them were affected and my whole thing the whole time was well if you only took out 25 and 12 were there, who's saying that if you took out 40, it couldn't have been 20? Um, and now, like, for us, it's like, yeah, it came back, but to a certain extent, we don't really know if it ever went away. Yeah,
0: yeah. Of course, lymph <laughs> nodes are an important part of the immune system and, and all of that. So tell me about this treatment now that that yeah. he's hoping to get. It's it's a, an immunotherapy type treatment.
1: Yeah. So that that's the name of it. It's immunotherapy. So the 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 basis of it is that it attacks the cells and regenerates it You know, the 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 it's in the It's in the name of it. You know, it reboosts your immune system. Um so it attacks the cells, regenerates them and gives them a better chance to fight them off. And that paired with chemotherapy is is his best uh, best shot.
0: How long would that take?
1: So well, given off the the response to the GoFundMe, I'm pretty sure his first session is going to be next week. Really?
0: Yeah, because there's a massive yeah. there's a massive response. It's seven thousand
1: euro per dose. Yeah. Wow. Which, yeah, it's it's insane. But like, once something gets defunded by the government, then it's being able to be privatized, as we know it. You know, medicine and big pharma. There's not a whole lot that can be done about that. Do you know, what I mean, yeah. a bunch of different medicines mm-hmm. that are privatised like that and have to be paid for. So we're just so lucky that you know we're a part of a community um, within Ireland, the basketball community, of course, but like just in, in Cork itself, mm-hmm. that have been so willing to help. Now, the sad part of this, the really sad
0: part of this, is that his condition is terminal. Um, mm. and really this treatment will prolong his life the, the, the chances of it saving his life are um,
1: yeah uh, yeah you know it, it's, it's it's definitely a bleak situation um, with a very very tiny light at the end of the tunnel but for us it's the, you, if you give us if you give him 1% we he'll believe that you know he'll take that 1% and yeah. you will go past whatever he constraints get, are given he could get a year or maybe a little bit more w- with this treatment, or uh, if not, yeah. So, th- <laughs> so, this treatment hopefully what it'll do is definitely prolong the three to four, um, get him to close to a year. And if he can beat a year, then you know, who knows? You know, he's, been, he's, he's beaten doctors' expectations before, and we're hoping that he can do it again. There you go. There you go.
0: Now, he'd need for tw- I think the doctors are saying he needs 12 sessions. Yeah, that would I, cost I about 84000 at the moment. Let's, can we get the link up there, can I refresh the, the fundraiser to see it in front of me? But as I was coming to air with you, there was just €73,948 in that fund. Yeah.
1: It's absolutely insane. Um, in 24 hours.
0: The, the love for your brother is just phenomenal. Yeah, he's it's, it's, um, ah, lads, listen, 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 listen. Your um, John, it's it's gone to seventy five thousand three hundred since we came on the air talking. My goodness, it's gone up by it's gone up by fifteen hundred quid since we came on the air.
1: Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. Like even for me, you know, I've been a part of you know really big organizations and clubs and everything like this, but I've never felt anything like this you know what I mean because I've never experienced it and it's it's all new but just to know that like that type of love and support is there for my family and my little brother it, it means a lot and it's it's encouraging for him and it's going to give him more of an incentive to go and fight and do everything that he needs to yeah. do we, we've shared the link on, on our Twitter so people can, can get involved thank
0: you thank uh, you very much and we'll, we'll keep tracking it during the morning do you know I guess everyone's kind of got a A bucket list. Does does Gareth have one that he's talked to you about? Is there anything he really would love to do? What would what would be a what would be if you could give him one great day? What would it be?
1: Yeah. So like I I had this conversation with him a couple days ago, and it kind of keeps popping up, and he gets very emotional about it. You know, as as any twenty two year old would. You know, he said to me like, Jordan, I'm twenty two. I want to have kids. I want to have a wife. How am I supposed to know what I want to do with one day? Um, so it's tough for him at the moment. He is a massive, massive Liverpool fan, and I know he's uh, he's talked about going there. But beyond that, that's kind of been the only thing. Just because he's he's so overwhelmed and kind of just you know confused with the whole situation.
0: just he wanna, He wants to get to a Liverpool game?
1: Yeah. That I think I think for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, I'll tell you what now, not
0: a lot of people know this, um, but Ian Rush, the great Ian Rush, um, Ian's Ian's partner, is a very old friend of mine. Okay. I'll reach out. I appreciate I that. I will make no promises, my friend, but I will of reach course. out. Carol, Carol and I go back a very long way together. Got it. And I've met Rushy with her a couple of times. And I've had Rushy on this show, so here's what I'll do personally: whatever else can happen, and I'll reach out to Rushy and to Carol.
1: That would be absolutely amazing.
0: And I'll send them. Amazing. I'll send them the tape of this interview. Thank you. And Carol's from Thank Cork. You, Carol's from Cork, so she'll really? know the she, she'll know the score. She'll know that she'll she'll know the basketball scene. She'll know it all.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Be so amazing. I will That'd reach out,
0: I will reach out to Carol and to Rushy and see what can be done.
1: Thank you alright mate give him give him our best yeah I will do of course I'm, I'm sure he's probably listening somewhere yeah.
0: alright ok and we'll talk to we'll, we'll, we'll talk to our own Trevor as well um, presenter of the Premier League Live and score and we'll we'll put something together we'll make it happen great thank you so all right. much and that some- fun we've Absolutely. shared everywhere it's gone over 75,000 since we started to talk we'll keep it going during the morning alright Incredible, thank you. All right, give, give him our best when, when you're speaking to him. Um, Gareth, well, Jordan Blunt, brother of Gareth Blunt, um, needs 84,000 to maybe get another 12 months to live. They've got just already just over 75 in 24 hours. Wow. 0818 96 96 96. It puts a lot in perspective, doesn't it? It really, really, really does. Puts a lot in perspective. Quartz 96 FM.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part?